Hello, this is Mark Viquez, regional correspondent for the website Stadium Journey. This is the Ballpark Hunter podcast, and with me today is Jackson Bruce, co-owner of the Wahee Zap of the Independence Baseball League that's based out of Pierre, South Dakota. Jackson, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on. All right. So something uh, peculiar occurred with your ball club. Uh, I didn't know about this until about a, maybe a week or two later. Somebody happened to post, uh, and I'm, I'm forgetting the, the, the person's name. Forgive me. Uh, he does a great job of keeping tabs on rebranding and expansion team. But somebody sent out a, a power, uh, I guess, an Excel slide, and it had the name of your team on there. And I'm like, what, what team is this? I never heard of them. So I reached out to uh, to you guys, checked out the website, and was just shocked that you know an expansion team in the Independence Baseball League was announced without my knowing. So I must be slipping this offseason, but uh, that's yeah. why you're here, and tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, so um, you, you didn't really slip. Uh, we, we had a kind of an unconventional okay. unveiling. We were still uh, getting all the ownership stuff all in right. line Good. while – at the same time, we wanted to get our brand out. So we actually got our brand out before we uh, we announced that we were with ILB. So um, we've been announced for about a few weeks to a month now, um, but we finally announced that we were in ILB. So that's when people started to really hear about it outside of okay. the area. Okay. So you guys were mulling whether to be maybe just independent and play other teams rather than joining a league. Oh no, no. It was, it was mostly just trying to get, we wanted ownership set before we, um, before we paid our league fee, we were going to be ILB the whole time we'd been reached out to by other leagues. But, um, you know, I know the guys from ILB, Mm -hmm. uh, during my time with the trappers. So it was a good fit. We just needed to get, uh, cross some T's, dot some I's. Okay. No, no, that that perfectly makes sense. I'm sure the Northwoods league was trying to grab you guys because, I know they're trying to make uh they're trying to make some moves out there. So why why the ILB? You said you knew the guys, but is there a better plan with them compared to some other leagues that made your decision easier? When it when it comes to budget uh and getting into a league, that was that was something that we looked at. Uh they're very budget friendly. Uh you know, getting and they have I I've been involved with the expedition league for three seasons from the start of it until yes. through the 2020 season. I knew a lot of the, a lot of the other owners and stuff like um, out of Hastings and Badlands and um, you know Fremont, those teams that had been around. I've worked with them, and uh, I kind of knew what the situation was. I I learned with the world when they broke off, and made their own league, and um, once the Expedition League eventually ceased operations, uh, I we decided that it was a good fit to go somewhere that's familiar. The fan base in Pierre knows these teams. They're familiar with these teams. Um, and, you know, talking with them about their business plan, being a nonprofit and uh, really their vision of what they want for a league and how the teams can be ran uh, independently compared to kind of feeling like you're league owned. That was another thing that we really liked and, Overall, it's just the people and the plan, and that's what we ended up going with and the familiarity of uh, the people that we were chatting with. Yeah, because, I mean, you guys fit that foothold nice. I've had other people on here from uh, the league. I I had uh, – I can't think of their names. I had a gentleman from the the Spuds on last year. We talked about Spud Sauce. That sounds like a fun little ballpark out there. 
I uh, talked to some other guys that are no longer in the league. They decided to go independent. Uh, no mm-hmm. hard feelings from what it appears, but yeah, Chuck and Myra. Chuck, yeah. Had yep, a, had yep. A, had I, know, a nice, I know Chuck. Yep. Had a nice conversation with him. I felt like that's a guy I could probably bring on the show again and just have mm-hmm. another another talk with him. Uh so I guess the next question is I know the trappers were in town. It appears like you're you're bringing back a lot of the same players and and uh, manager as well. Yeah. So actually, Jamie Habiger, who is going to be our coach again this year, uh, he was the coach of the Trappers the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually part of the ownership group. Nice. So uh, he he saw the vision that we had and wanted to be a part of it. Him and his dad Bob, who uh, has some minor league baseball experience himself, they really they really liked what they saw in the pier market. Uh, they have South Dakota ties. Bob splits his time between Madison, South Dakota, and Tahoe, California. And so uh, bringing Jamie back was a no-brainer, uh, especially with the team they had. The Expedition League competition was just very strange last year. You had the Source Valley Sabre Dogs, who, I mean, they they had a lot of guys who would probably not have been summer league eligible, but because okay. of the Expedition League's uh, rules, they they were, and they stocked up on those guys. It was almost like having an independent team, an independent team playing. Okay. And so, uh, it was, so for the talent to be – seen at the level it should have been for the trappers was a little hard so bringing back those guys and knowing their competitive nature and how they kept close with they they kept it close with that team in the in the championship we we felt like a lot of those guys should come back jamie likes that group of guys jamie's a great coach so there's going to be a lot of um, continuity when it comes to the roster uh, but not much else is really anything continuous um, i mean i was with the trappers for three years um, was not with the trappers over the last two. Um, and so, uh, it, it's going to be a whole different entity, but there is going to be a lot of familiarity. And then with the league, of course, with playing teams like Hastings, Badlands, Spearfish, yeah, I mean, are their fan, the fans are already familiar with that. So, yeah. So what's, uh, are they planning to add more teams or are they set on eight as, as we speak? I know that there are markets being scouted. Okay. I don't know full details, but I Obviously. do know that markets are being scouted. So I wouldn't be surprised if there might be a couple more teams that get brought into the fold before the yeah. schedule is released. Yeah, I know that 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 gets all our baseball guys happy because we see new logos, we see new caps, merchandise, we get on the websites, we start making orders. And uh, that takes me to uh, your team name, The Zap, which... Uh, like that name, it's uh, unique, it's different, It's it doesn't sound like anything baseball. Uh, but it has a connection uh, to the area. So when did this, when did you realize this was going to be the team name and how long did the process go? How did you come up with this name? Well, um, when we thought about it, we, you know, I'm a, I love minor league baseball. I love the team names, the, uh, the branding. So when we were thinking about names, we, we started throwing some out, like what's something unique to South Dakota that could be, that could be a lot of fun. So I, uh, I had come up with the gravel lizards, the pure gravel lizards, which is a walleye gravel or uh, nice. Yeah. Or the, or the pure ditch chickens, which is a pheasant. Nice. Um, ditch chickens. But uh, we were, we were pretty set on ditch chickens until one day I was, uh, I was hanging out at a bar and pier and I was talking to actually one of our host family and season ticket holders from the trappers. And uh, I was talking to him. And, you know, we're talking, he goes, what, what kind of name are you thinking? And I kind of told him a few names we were kicking around. He goes, well, what about doing something with the Oahe Dam powerhouse? 
It's like that could that could be fun. I like that. That that's unique to the area. And so we started thinking using Oahe instead to for Central South Dakota instead of just Pier. Mm-hmm. And then we we're like, well, what about something electricity? And we we're thinking and thinking. And I was like, Zappers, but they have the indoor football team uh, that Johnny Manziel plays for. And oh. I was like, that that's not yeah. that's. But I was like, well, we could just make it the Zap. And that's when the Zap was born. I brought wow. it to the co-owners, and uh, the Zap was born after that. So. Yeah. And just like that. And I, I like the logos, love the colors of, uh, I mean, there's yellow, there's blue, powder blue. I mean, Navy powder blue, bright yellow and white. Uh, those should look good on a Jersey. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think you got the hats made yet, but I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be a giant Z on them. Yep. We are going to use the Z logo, um, uh, on the hat. And then we're thinking, uh, we're, we're kicking around some other ideas, but the Z is for sure going on the hat. I think that's going to look awesome. Uh, shout out, by the way, to our designer, Joel Yoakum. He's out of Sioux Falls. He's actually one of my best friends. Uh, he is my best friend. We've been best friends since kindergarten. He uh, he designed our logo. He asked. He also designed the trap alternate logo for the trappers a few years back, too. So he did a really good job with the branding. I kind of told him, hey, this is what we're looking at. And he's a peer guy, so he knew what we were looking for. So I'm really psyched with how he had it turn out yeah and like i said i i have seen logos even in the expedition league i i saw some of those logos created and i was like man that logo looks a little yeah i'll be you know political and just say yeah it, it's nice when i saw the zap mm-hmm. logo i'm like that's a nice looking logo who who do they get to design it so it's a local guy he, he did a fabulous yep. job so uh what was his name again joel joel yokum j-o-c-h-i-m he does kind of, he does stuff independently um, and he also works for Matt Jensen marketing in, in Sioux Falls. So, uh, he, yeah, he, I told him as soon as we got this going, I was like, you're going to be in charge of the brand. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, the market, let's do this. And he always does great work and he made it look clean. He did an awesome job. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah, it's a nice looking logo. Uh, you know, if I, if, for those of you who are listening on YouTube, uh, there it is, it's that Z with the bolt of lightning going through it. Just, just really nice, uh, you know, that would look great just across a jersey. Uh, speaking of jerseys, are you looking to do something a little futuristic or traditional? Actually, or so we, yeah, so we would like to do something pretty standard, you know, put yeah. the zap across the chest. Uh, we're thinking powder blue and yellow nice. uh, for, for our main jerseys. And we're thinking, and uh, we're going to see how it looks once the designs come back. But uh, we we think the Z would look really good on a white with some Navy sleeves and having it be big, kind of like the uh, turn ahead, the clock jerseys that they had okay. in 1999 and MLB. Yep. Remember those just have a kind of got a big old Z. And I think that we're going to see how that looks. That might be a look we go with for the alternate. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, just push the envelope on uh on Jersey design. Sometimes it doesn't hit the mark, but when it does, you know it. And mm-hmm. uh, you just take it from there. So that that's exciting. Yeah, just just a nice looking logo, very crisp, very clean. And uh, it, you know, I I assume the fan base. Are you getting calls or people like excited? How, how's that so far since you announced the name? Yeah, there's a lot of excitement. Um, we're still we're still getting stuff situated. The office will be open next week. Uh, season tickets will be starting to go on sale. Uh, merchandise will be coming in within the next couple weeks so it'll be ready in time for some christmas shopping Uh, people will be rocking the zap logo around town and hopefully across the country here soon and um 
yeah, it, it's picking up steam, especially with the ILB announcement that that really helped also. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like everybody says, hey, we just announced our logo. We have sold 25 out of 50 states plus Canada. You know, so everybody wants to hit those uh, those marks off. Because I think I, I had Monica Blake for the My Not Hot Tots. And uh, I think, I don't know, by now they might have sold all 50 states. But Indiana was one cap they haven't sold. So I thought about buying a hat from them. But I said, no, I'm going to wait until I see everything uh, before I make that purchase. So. But yeah, definitely be on the lookout for the zap. Uh, and of course, anybody else out there, you know, check out the it's pronounced the Wahi zap. A uh, little little bit of a different different pronunciation uh from the word. But you know, if you're not from the area, you know, these things have to be taught to us. So Oh, just uh, like just like Pierre, it's Pierre. Pierre. It's Pierre, yeah. And I said Pierre, and I'm thinking oh, <laughs> I'm thinking oh, we say Pierre. But and you know what? I am this much old when I realized it was Pierre. I have never called it that. It's just like I was in New York State one year. I was checking out the uh, what I was calling the Olean Oilers baseball team. And uh, somebody goes, it's Olean. That's fine. You're not the first. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, there you go. Pierre. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure somebody out there is like, Mark, I knew that. Come on. I didn't know that. I haven't spent a lot of time in the Dakotas. It's, it's been about 27 years since I've uh, stepped foot into uh, the states of South and North Dakota. So my bad, I apologize, uh, <laughs> but that's fine. So 60 games uh, you're looking at uh, any, any you're looking for a mascot. Uh, last I heard you're looking for a name, Sparky bolt or jolt. Are you going to leave that up to the fans to maybe come up with a name, take some suggestions? We'll be, we'll be taking some more suggestions. We're going to, we're hopefully going to be rocking an electricity theme with, with yeah. the name, but there's like, I think we've, probably heard about 50 different names that we could have so i think it's going to be i think it's going to be cool we'll we'll have a lot of options and we can pick the best one possible yeah see when i'm thinking electric i'm thinking electric eel i'm thinking electric boogaloo i'm thinking you're playing that uh mgmt song electric feel when you know when uh a batter comes up i'm just like all of a sudden i'm getting all these ideas like i'm part of the club but yeah i I love that that aspect of going through uh the electricity so uh, the home ballpark Hyde Stadium. Any changes uh, from last year, or is it the same good old good old times? Folks are going to have. Um, you know, it's going to. We're hoping to improve the product that's been there before. You know, uh, the stadium itself will be the the same. It's the renovation they put in about six years ago was yeah. awesome, uh, and it's a it's a great ballpark to catch a game and. We, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see what we, what we can do and push the limits. That's, that's the big thing. We want to make sure it's the best party that people have in central South Dakota. So, um, but yeah, same thing when it comes to the ballpark, uh, a lot of things will be similar, but hopefully we're, we're going to bring our, our brand there and yeah. it'll be a little bit different and hopefully uh, we, we improve on what was already there before. Now, is there anything you're thinking of or you have set in place that will be different? You know, like maybe have pregame concerts, parties, maybe uh, your mascot comes out and, you know, holds up a child in the air to say, hey, welcome to your first game. Like anything like that? Any? We don't have anything set in stone yet, yet, but we do have we do have promotions that we're starting to uh, run through and see what we want to do. Uh, and, you know, that stuff's all just off season brainstorming, you know, yeah. having taking a half hour every day, brainstorming some ideas. 
uh, I mean, we're still, we're still working on every electricity pun that we could possibly go with. <laughs> and uh, so everything, that's one thing is that with our brand, and that's also kind of part of why we went with the zap instead of the ditch chickens was there's so much things you can do with electricity. So we really want to, uh, we really want to drive it home that this is, this is our identity, you know, taking a book, uh, a page out of the book of the Savannah bananas, everything is bananas. And it's, yes. it's amazing what they do. And I look at the electricity brand as something that we can definitely get on that level when it comes to, you know, everything being around such a theme. So um, I think that if we can, if we can really uh, commit to what we are doing, that uh, I think it could be the best ballpark experience people have had in Pierce, South Dakota, and hopefully one of the best in collegiate summer ball, yeah, if that's possible. No, no. I mean, the, the, those are things you definitely want to do. And, uh, you know, it's summer collegiate baseball. Uh, you know, I live in Fishers, Indiana, which is right outside of Indianapolis. I wish we had something like that up here. They're building a new hockey arena for the ECHL team that's going to be open in a few years. I'm like, can we open up a summer collegiate ballpark and and do the things that you guys want to do and the things the Bananas are doing or the Madison Mallards are doing uh, or what the Victoria Harbor Cats are doing out there in British Columbia? It's like, yeah, let's just make this a big party, you know, like like you guys. I can see coming in and having the lights, uh, you know, flashing on and off in your team colors, you know, when somebody hits a home run or, you know, just somebody, uh, you know, just having some, uh, some kind of mascot, not the main mascot, but somebody walk around with uh, like electric currents, you know, safe ones, not actual ones, mm-hmm. this lighting up and down like electric man or something, you know, just to kind of jazz people up you know there, there's so many things you can do with that uh yet i just wish i lived a little bit closer you know i keep talking to a lot of people from the expedition expedition league or the north woods league that are that have teams on the dakotas and whatnot it's like man i think i need to take a drive out there and uh see the country see the badlands and see all these ballparks because you know it's it's becoming it's becoming a destination now for some of our ballpark mm-hmm. travelers and it's like I said, I haven't. I drove through the Dakotas in 1995 as a kid. That's the last time I've been out there. I haven't even been close. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. But uh, you and I were talking earlier before we got on the air. You know, your experience is in Imperial. It's uh, it started way back when. You're a big minor league baseball guy too. Uh, how did mm-hmm. you get into the business? Internship, college job. How did that all start? Yeah. So. Um... It all started, I, I majored in sport marketing and administration at Northern State University in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Okay. I got my start really in hockey. I was an intern with the Aberdeen Wings in the North American Hockey League. Um, did a did a summer internship with off-season stuff in Austin, Minnesota with the Austin Bruins. Oh, yeah. And then, um, then I did an internship with the Mahoning Valley Scrappers out in Niles, Ohio uh, during the summer before my senior year. So that's when I first got into minor league baseball. And I, I wanted to be in minor league baseball. That was always my goal. And then after that, I went back to school for the last year, ended up in hockey because the Youngstown Phantoms, I moved back out that way. Oh, yeah. And then um, I worked in hockey in Casper, Wyoming. Then I went back to Austin, Minnesota and worked there full time. And then uh, the job was posted about the general man. Well, actually it wasn't posted. Uh, the the team in pier was announced for the expedition league and i had uh i had inquired i really liked my job in austin but i said you know i i'm a sports professional i would love to you know assist in any way 
And all of a sudden I'm on the phone with the owners and they're like, well, why don't you meet with us? Uh, maybe you could be the GM. And I'm 23 years old. I was like, oh, I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> That's how it happens. And yep. And so uh, I ended up becoming the first general manager in Peer Trappers history. Got to do what uh, we're doing now and really, you know, starting it up. And so that experience is helping out, but I did that for three years. Uh, we, I, I won the executive of the year in 2019. So that's really one of my proud achievements besides just being able to make it successful in the first place in my hometown. So um, getting to do this with the zap now uh, with, with my background, I think that, and with the other owners and who we're going to hire in the front office, I think this is going to be some pretty cool stuff that we got going on. Yeah, it sounds like uh, sounds like it's a great opportunity there. And then you said you walk, you work for the Austin Bruins. Uh, a friend mm -hmm. of mine, Ed Rivera of the Dad Hat Chronicles, uh, another podcast. He interviewed uh, their media relations director, Jared Becker. Are you familiar with Jared? No, is that recently? Uh, yes, it was recently. I never even heard of the okay. Austin Bruins until okay. Ed decided to uh, interview him. So as soon as you said, "Hey, I work for the Austin Bruins," I'm like, "Yeah, maybe there's a connection there." Yep. The guys that I worked with are, are gone now, uh, mm -hmm. but um, I still keep in touch with the owners, uh, Craig Patrick and Mike Cooper. So, um, and I, and I, I keep tabs a little bit. I haven't kept tabs in a while just cause I've been, I've been busy. Yeah. It's hard uh, to, you know, I, I, cause I'm now a, a teacher. Um, so that's actually my full-time job. Where, well, and, yeah. Where, where do you teach at? I mean, what, what's your position as what I am the seventh? I'm a seventh grade PE and health teacher at okay, the middle nice. school. All right. Well, yeah. nice, nice. I'm a, I'm also a high school teacher, special oh, okay. ed. So I am not a full-time podcast baseball traveler. It'd be nice. Mm -hmm. Believe you me. And and if we ever had a baseball team come into town in the Northwoods league or the great lakes league or the prospect league, hint, hint, be more than happy to help out some way. I could be a GM. I don't care. I'll be the PR guy, but it's uh Oh, being a GM is so much it's so much yeah, fun. A lot of it work, is. but it, yeah. it's hard not to love your job. No, no, it's I, fun. No, and and I I used to work for a soccer team in Cincinnati before they had MLS. They had the Cincinnati Riverhawks going on 20 years. 20 years ago in February is when I started. And I was paid $300 a week. I found a, a room to rent for $125 a month. Uh, I had to do two hours of like household chores. At, that's a story for another day. Uh, but worked for them. I think my last two checks bounced. So, <laughs> and I was trying, and I, then I was going to work for the uh, Florence Freedom. And then I, I think something happened with the ownership group there, not the current ownership group. That's now the y'alls, but you know, everywhere I went, somebody's like, okay, we'll hire you, but we want you to be an intern where we'll give you a free place to stay, but no pay. And and it's just after mm -hmm. a while, I'm like, you know what, if I'm a teaching, I'm going to have a, a salary. I'll have my summers off. Uh, Nashville was like that. Knoxville was like that. I, you know, I almost took a job with a, a soccer indoor soccer team in Kansas city that they hired me. And then when I went to get a call back for you know more information nobody knew who i was and the person who hired me had left and you know thank you jennifer wherever you are <laughs> I, I tell you minor league baseball oh just minor league sports in general yes it it is it can be amazing and it can be incredibly difficult yes and uh, i i have friends who have not been paid and i've had oh. friends whose checks have bounced and i've you know trying to break in it's internship, internship, internship. Yes. And so, uh, you know, you got it. it. It's difficult, but I will say that 
Um, that's another thing when it comes to the zap is we want to make sure we're a good partner to our vendors, a good partner to our community, Definitely. And, you know, and a preferred employer is yeah, uh, what we really want to do. You don't want to irk anyone off. You, you mm-hmm. start, you start going back on, you know, you don't pay somebody to make the jerseys. You don't pay somebody who made your signage. Then that word gets around. And then, you know, it, and unfortunately the expedition league, there was some in situations that uh, went a little bit sour. We won't get into that, but you're right. right. You just have to come in there and say, hey, listen, you know, we're here to honor our contracts. We want to provide quality baseball. And, you know, even your players, you know, when they come out here, they're going to need a place to stay and you're going to have to make sure you feed them. And and I, I can tell you stories when I worked in, in the in the uh, industry, you know, we had guys that, you know, were running to the bank to try to cash their checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was before, you know, you can just cash your check online. Uh, and, and it was, it was terrible. Cause I, I, I started running with them <laughs> like, okay, yeah. here I come. I'm right behind you. And I still think I, I still think I have my last two checks. Uh, I actually called up the bank and I said, Hey, is there enough money in this fund to, to, uh, take any money out? They said, no. I said, okay. You know, <laughs> and you know, for 300 bucks or 600 bucks, are you, you going to sue, go through court to get that money. You know, it's, mm. it's, you know, it's tough, but it sounds like your, your travels obviously were not quite that crazy. And, you know, people have been, but maybe they have, who knows, but it yeah, seems like I, you're... I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen the, I've seen the best side of minor league mm-hmm. sports and I've seen some of the worst sides of minor league sport. And I, I'll tell you that, that that's been factored into the decision when it comes to, um, ownership and uh, how we're going to, how we're going to run this team. You know, it's all about culture and it's all about how you do things. So uh, seeing all that stuff has been very beneficial. I know yeah. how it all goes. And, and even hearing stories from my good friends, because some of them had it worse than me and some of them had it in, incredibly and they would have never even dreamed about stuff like that. So, you know, but that's, that's the side of it that you have to think about. And a lot of people who go into ownership, don't think about those things. They don't think about, everybody you have to pay and paying your bills on time. I've, I've been on the receiving end of, Hey, where's the money at? Well, I don't got the checkbook. You're going to have to talk to the owner. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a, that's a tough conversation to have, but that's a conversation we're hoping that our front office doesn't have to have because we're going to be diligent, making sure things get paid, people get paid and things are done right. Yeah. And then that's, that's definitely, you know, like I tell people, nobody comes into these situations saying, I want to screw people over out of money. You know, it's just, unfortunately it takes a lot of money to run these leagues and, you know, I God God bless it. You know, ho- hopefully you guys do a great job. I think you're off to a, a wonderful start. And uh, you know, I don't. You know, you you have definitely the experience and the know how to uh, to make that work. So, best of luck to you guys this year. Uh, but you're also a baseball fan, and you've told me oh, before yeah. that you like checking out different minor league ballparks, major league ballparks. Uh, do do you have a count? How many have you been to? I've been to 14 major league and I've probably been to about, I don't have a count per se, but when it comes to minor league slash collegiate and independent, I've probably been to about 20, 25 ballparks in that range too. So, um, and I'll tell you some, I've, I've got some favorites and I've got some that were, uh, cookie cutter, but overall I like the experience. And when you go in working in sport and you go to these places, you start to look at stuff that other people don't. Yeah. And it's a, but everyone does a phenomenal job for the most part. And that's the cool part about it. So what do you look at when you go in that nobody else does? Yeah. So I look at, um, I I like to look at the little things. How often do you use your branding? Uh, Akron rubber ducks, for instance, you 
you walk across the street, you're going across a crosswalk that is duck footprints. Okay. Things like that. Um, I also like to look at, you know, how are the, um, how are the game day staff preparing for the next on-field game that they're doing? You know, you're kind of looking around. So uh, you can start seeing people go into the gate and you're, you're looking you're like, oh, there's this is what the on-field game is going to be this time. Seeing their process of how they get their contestants. Um, looking at the different food items, which I know everyone probably does that. Mm-hmm. But I, I like to see the branding. I like to see the operations side of it and how they um, how they work and how they function. Yeah, no, and you're right. Some people may overlook that, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. When I when I go to a ballpark, I definitely do look at the staff and are they greeting me at the front? Are they giving away not a promotion, but sometimes you know, here here's a free plastic cup with our logo on it. You know, something simple mm-hmm. like that. Uh, you know, are they dressed up in wacky outfits walking around? You know, when I when I went to the St. Paul Saints game, you know, they had entertainers walking around. Um, just doing like comedy bits. They had a woman dressed as an old lady, girt the flirt, and she would give you kisses with heavy lipstick on. Uh, they had a couple characters called the nerd and nerdette, and they would act like Steve Urkel and, and dance around. And uh, then they had a guy who uh, would sing a song very horribly and throw candy out to people. So mm-hmm. just like stuff that's not really baseball, but it really added to the ambiance or added yeah. something extra there. So yeah, I love seeing that. Uh, what were some of your favorite uh, ballparks? You know, which one stood out that you said, I, "This, if I could go to one ballpark, this would be the place." I could go to one ballpark. Um, I would go to uh, Modern Woodman Park in uh, Oh yeah, Davenport, Iowa. Uh, it it's unique. You know, you got the you got the Missouri uh, the Mississippi River Bridge. Yeah, you got. It. That's an awesome, awesome view right there. Um, they have a great ballpark experience. I love the River Bandits brand, and uh, they got the Ferris wheel the out Ferris there. Wheel. And, yeah, I, and you, one other thing that I liked about that was because I like, like to walk around and look. You know, I don't always sit in my seat and watch no, the game. No, and so do I. Um, I like to. They have a whole walking path that goes all the way around the stadium, so it, it's just a sidewalk, and you can walk all the way around, see the game from every angle, and. Uh, and just take your beer and take a stroll that's what those are the things i liked about that ballpark no no you're absolutely right Uh, you're not going to complain about the view one of the best in minor league baseball uh the ferris wheel if you can get up on there Uh, if you go to my channel uh, ballpark hunter on youtube uh there is a, a video that was sent to me from uh a viewer and it's it's an amazing it's it's a great angle you don't have that at other ballparks uh you may have some ferris wheels or amusement parks but uh, not that close. And right, it's an older ballpark that is kept up to a certain standard that appeals to people in the 21st century. So, yeah, I like it, too. Uh, what about Major League ballparks? Which ones you know, are your favorites? Looking ballpark, and I think a lot of people say it's Pittsburgh, PNC. Uh, but my favorite ballpark experience is probably Milwaukee. I love oh, yeah. Milwaukee going to see the brewers play the uh i'm a fan of the movie mr 3000 so i got that kind of nostalgia going for me when you watch that movie and then um i it's got like a sports bar type feel to it i don't know how to really describe it i could see that yeah i love the tailgating um, i love the tailgating and then you also oh yeah it's it's a different experience 
and uh and then you have the um the wall that's got the hundred uh local beer taps on it and you can get beer from all across the state and you can uh and the slide bernie brewer i i I just love the whole experience oh the 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 hot dog race it's a it's a fun ballpark to go to and i think it's vastly underrated yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Every time I talk to somebody, it's Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Wrigley, Fenway, and or you know, Colorado. Yeah, Milwaukee. You don't hear about. It. I've been, been there about three times. It's been a while. Probably need to go back and check things out because, uh, yeah, I love the tailgating. I love the food, and you're right. Everybody's partying mm-hmm. there. Everybody's just having a great old time and and great crowds. I mean, Milwaukee Brewer fans are are some of the best in the country. They support that club. Uh, big time so yeah definitely give a shout out to the brew the brew crew out there so nice so anyway uh what's next on before we take off what is next for you to do as gm with the ball club uh, as we speak this will go live in a couple days so won't be too far behind yeah so we're going to be uh we'll be i've got actually an owner meeting right after this over facetime Okay. Um, so we're going to, we're going to do that. And then we're going to, um, we're probably going to start announcing hires for the front office, um, start announcing players and, um, getting our, getting our office space a little more prettied up and, um, then getting merchandise out to, uh, to the masses and, you know, all the, all the fun stuff now yes. that we've gotten through all the, all the business. So, we're going to be making a lot of announcements. Um, we're going to get our brand out there and you're going to get to see the full, you're going to fully get to see what the zap can do. All right. Well, we're looking forward to it and uh, exciting times. I always like this time of the year when new teams come aboard and, you know, they're ready to go. So uh, best of luck to you guys this year in the uh, league. And where can we find you if we want to check out, check you guys out on Twitter or at your website? Uh, website will be up here within the next few days. And then uh, um, you can find us on Twitter at Oahe Zap. And you can find us on Instagram at Oahe Zap. Our TikTok's coming up at Oahe Zap. And then just uh, search Oahe Zap on Facebook. You'll find us there. All right. Sounds great. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Jackson. And uh, best of luck. And it was great talking with you today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime, just let me know. I'd love to come back. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll do a, a part two after the season, how things went, and love to do that. That'll work. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. All right, take care. All right, that was Jackson Bruce of the Wahi Zap. Wahi Zap. I like saying that, Wahi. And I just realized it's Pierre, not Pierre. Been saying Pierre for, you know, like 40-some years already. Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. I am sorry. Uh, but, you know, these things happen. A uh, couple of things I, I would suggest. I didn't want to tell him because, you know, I'm a little bit older than, than Jackson. Uh, when I think of the Zap and electricity, I think of the electric company. And I just think of Rita Moreno, Oscar winning Hollywood legend icon, Latina icon, Rita Moreno coming out and just screaming, hey, you guys. You have to do that. Have Rita Moreno come out to Pierre, or I'm sorry, Pierre. God, it's going to take me a while, guys. Sorry. 
to come out to your ballpark and scream, "Hey, you guys!" Not not the guy. Not it's not from the Goonies. It's from it's from the Electric Company, nineteen seventy one. Morgan Freeman was on there, but Morgan Freeman's got some issues with his time on the Electric Company. Get Miss Moreno out there, Senorita Moreno, and have her just scream, "Hey, you guys!" And then, boom, everybody comes out. Or, or maybe that's what you do after for every sh- beginning of every uh, game. Just you scream, hey, you guys. That's it. I don't know if you have to play the Electric Company theme. L- go on YouTube, look up the Electric Company theme song. <laughs> now, if you could get Spider-Man out there, that's even better. Okay, I'm dating myself. Yes. <laughs> Well, let's be honest. When I was watching Electric Company, it was very outdated to me. I mean, I was watching this in 1984, and I'm like, holy crap, what is this show? It looks old. You know, I mean, they're wearing these, you know, wacky outfits from the early to mid-70s. Yeah, it was old for me when it was on. And I'm not talking about the updated version that came out a few years ago. I'm talking about the classic, like, 71 to 77 version. So, yeah, um... Uh, Okay, that's enough about uh, you know PBS shows of our youth, but yeah, that was a great uh, great episode. Uh, I would have talked to them a little bit longer, but my internet was acting a little bit weird. I'm going through some weird phases with the internet, uh, so I didn't want to get to a position where I got dis I was disconnected and you didn't listen to the show. And that happened the other day. Well, it happened the other day with another guest. That show's not going to be on. I don't know when that show's coming on. I I have about six shows that I have to edit and put up. Oh, but I definitely want to thank Jackson. Like I reached out to him a couple of days ago as soon as I found out about the team. And he's like, yeah, I'll come out Friday. This is my time. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And he came out, he talked to me and, you know, everybody's busy. Not everybody wants to do a podcast, uh, but I want to thank him. And I want to thank Monica from my not to just making the, like saying, Hey, we'll come out and, and do a podcast and, and we'll talk to you for about 30 minutes. So thank you guys for doing that. I appreciate it. And uh, he he mentioned the Austin Bruins, and um, of course uh, Ed Rivera has a, an interview with the Austin Bruins, which is a hockey team, a junior hockey team, which Jackson used to work for a few years ago. So hopefully we'll have Jackson on after the twenty three season. Uh, we hope you know we'll see how things are going because the Expedition League, uh, where he was connected with, there was a like seven teams that left and formed the the IBL. And uh, some te- it's 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 drama. It's drama. So hopefully that's far behind. Uh, fans don't want that. They want baseball, no drama. So anyway, guys, appreciate you coming on to listen to the show. Whether you are on YouTube or you are listening through your favorite podcast uh, aggregator, is that what it's called? I got to get up with these things. Uh, I couldn't do this without you. Uh, appreciate the love you give me. Zach Beeson, number one fan. He's always uh, happy to hear me say his name out there. And I'm sure Zach will have a zap. Zach will have a zap hat. No, hold on. Zach will have a zap cap. Zach, are you wearing a zap cap? Zap caps for Zach. Zap for Zach. Zach is zap. Okay. Zap zaps the zap cap because he likes this. Okay. Little tongue twisters there, my friends. Little tongue twisters. All right. So anyway, guys, thank you for listening and watching and checking me out. And that's all. That's all I got to say. And hold on. Before I go, you're wondering why I'm wearing an Arizona Cardinals cap. 
Uh, I was doing some yard work outside. I'm actually wearing a Rhode Island baseball jersey that I bought for five bucks at the Adidas outlet several years ago. No, I never played baseball for Rhode Island, but for the four people that I said I did, I lied. I was doing some yard work and I forgot that I had a podcast today and I already forgot uh, one time with the owner slash GM of the Potters. Oh, what the heck? The name of the, the they're the Potters out in um outside of Sacramento. Man, I'm losing my mind. I can't think of the team. Uh, and I didn't. I was late. Uh, we couldn't work out another date. I think he's mad at me, and I didn't want to do that for a second time. So, unfortunately, uh, I Lincoln Potters. That's the name of the team. The Lincoln Potters. I forgot about him, and I screwed that up. And it's my fault. I I admit it. Uh, but you know, maybe we can get somebody from the Potters back on in the future. So I almost forgot this week. So I grabbed the closest hat I can find. It happened to be an Arizona Cardinal hat, which I also bought for five bucks at the Lids outlet store. So this cost me ten dollars. This whole outfit, yay! I'm cheap. So anyway, guys, thanks for listening and watching, and we will see you next time. Remember, go to YouTube, Ballpark Hunter, and and subscribe and like. And get me monetized. I am so close. Monetize me. Energize me. Oh, there you go. Energize me. Okay. Enough. Take care. See you next time.